Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in Saturday. Oh, there we go. Because. I heard it. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> you all heard it. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And I, I, I don't want to... I've really been watching climbing shows lately. I don't know. Oh, I love. Are you going to be a climber? Climbing show? I mean, me? (laughs) (laughs) I just mean, I feel like that's. Are you really said that? I feel like you have a a thing. I feel like it's a a thing thing that you could suddenly get into. Well, and it sort of takes over your whole life, which there's quite a few. I feel like a lot of outdoor sports are like that. Like you start, you do them and then you're like, I love this, which I totally totally understand yeah um i just i love to watch climbing shows i'm terrified of heights i can't be a climber because when i think about climbing a mountain my hands start sweating yeah like i i think that's so i would assume if i was on the hanging off the side of a mountain yeah i would be like just i would just slip off (laughs) yes i think i'm so fascinated by it because it's something i could never do right but i think i think i have a like desire forming in my head or like a goal forming in my head like like i i am terrified of heights terrified okay like hiking is too much for me oh like you know across from the the phoenix zoo Uh there's Uh, like that big yeah there's that big rock the the hole in the rock okay climbing up that which is feels treacherous which is a steep hill Uh (laughs) uh-huh um like you yeah you could maybe die if you fell but probably you'd just roll and and no i would be hurt i would die i would absolutely be dead is what i'm (laughs) is what my brain is saying right as i walk up that i think it's probably better to (laughs) err on that side instead of being like uh, gravity is fine (laughs) Okay, but but I <laughs> what I I do I do want to like I think my one of my like five year goals now is <laughs> why did you to make climb. that face? I think I want to like climb a rock wall. Wait, there's indoor oh, there's okay. indoor rock yeah. walls, you know, yeah. that are safe. Uh-huh. Like you and can, you're strapped in and all that stuff. Yeah, I think like I have a five year goal. Yeah, I think so. I I went to a few of those when I was younger. Yeah. As like a part of youth group events no, or whatever. No, I've never. I've never. But I, I, I do think I'd like, maybe if I could get some chalk. Yeah. And I, I do think there's some mental coaching that's like, you're strapped in, you're... I would definitely I think I could that. overcome. I could totally do indoor. Yeah. I think that would be... Fun. And see, that's the thing. Maybe a part of why I made that face is because I'm like, I would I like it? Would I want to become a climber? I can't now because i have a family <laughs> but do i know this about yeah. myself do i sense this yeah. in myself and that i'd be like i'm gonna climb a mountain now yeah no i don't think be, i don't think i don't I know could if ever, i can do that but i don't think i could ever do that it just seems like something that people do and then all of a sudden they're obsessed i just think it's one of those things where 
I'm so scared of doing it that I have to do it. Right. Like well, that indoor sounds, would be. Yeah. It's very. That's a very controlled. No, I'm so scared. Okay. Okay. Of that. Yeah. Even that. Uh huh. No, I, I yeah, I've experienced that. Even you know that you're strapped in, and you're. I think a part of doing that. I think a part of it would is that it would help you to do it. Yeah. Because I think once you. Whenever I did it, I never really sort of relied on the harness. Mm -hmm. I was always clinging to the wall. Like if I let go, I (laughs) will die. die. Yeah. But I I think a lot of it, when you watch people who are experienced, a part of it is that like they know they trust the harness. So they kind of like lean into it a little bit. And not that it doesn't, not that the harness does it for you, but. No, it's incredible. When I watch those climbing shows, I was watching this show last night where the climbers were not harnessed in anything and they're climbing over um deep water so if they fall they're going into the water Mm -hmm. which even that like you fall wrong and enter water wrong it's like hitting concrete you know it's not like that's it's not like there's no risk there yeah um or if you fall into a i mean have you ever seen that gopro video where the guy cliff jumps and then there's like a great white shark right there yes yes, and you're just like oh that would happen that would happen to me yes Yeah. No, I just I I think it's incredible what these people can do. I'm absolutely amazed by it. I'm so impressed by it. I think it's just the absolute. I think it's insane. Yeah. And I just I feel that way about um slack slack line where you like uh where people they like put they I'm so sorry. My what is my brain trying to say? Um <laughs> They, it's basically like tightrope walking, but you're harnessed onto it. And usually people, these people are, they're adrenaline junkies. And so usually they like set up the slack line, like over a cavern or something like that. They literally walk on it. And then, yeah. And then you walk on it and it's like a wide band. I felt my throat. That you walk on. I felt my throat tightening when you said that. But I like in a way and then they like jump off and they and they're or like people who do big like the big swings. No. Like there's a part of me that I can't I can't do it because I know I'd like it. Yeah. And and then I would want to do it. Yeah. No, I can't do that. I'm listen, my five year (laughs) goal is an indoor (laughs) rock wall. Five year goal. That's my five year goal. When ransom is five. Yeah. I will go to a, a rock wall indoors. <laughs> yes. And climb, climb up the it. wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, part of it is just like, I want to, I mean, there's just, I want to have better upper body strength. I mean, it's just, it's a good, it's a, I don't know. In five years, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be an old lady climbing up <laughs> a rock wall. Well, that'll probably be more than five years <laughs> from now. <laughs> Before I'm 40, I want to say I've done it. That's my goal. So. Cool. I don't know. And I'm just going to keep watching all the it's climbing shows. It's good to shows. have goals. I'm going to watch all the climbing I shows. I know some climbers. They tend to be cool people. They're so intense. But they're very into climbing. Yeah. I was watching this 53-year-old Scottish lady just like scale. Fifty. She's 53. And she's just like fearlessly scaling this wall. And the crevices she's holding on to are not even like half an inch. Oh, yeah. Well, in that, that free solo... <sighs> movie the guy's like practicing like holding on by his like Alex index Honnold. fingertip yeah no I know 
I know all their names. I'm really into climbing shows. I know who you're talking about. You're becoming a climber. I like watching these you're shows. You're like my five-year goal. <laughs> and in five years, you're going to be like, I'm on top of a mountain. No, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. Anyway. Um, well, I'm Joy. Yes. Um, there we go. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And I, I think maybe the last few episodes we've done, I have like... We haven't done that thing where we introduce ourselves oh. <laughs> and then each other. I'm like trying to. Re- you said earlier, like a second ago, when you said, Hi, I'm Summer, I was like, mm, I don't know if we've done that the last few times. We're still getting Which in I our think groove. Is okay. We're still getting in our groove. Yeah. You had a baby. I had a baby. And then I we still- came back for a second. For a second, I still have a baby. You do, yes. So, so there's you had one, that. and you have one. I have a baby, very baby. Oh uh, man, tiny. He gets so big every time I see him. He's like, I know. He's math. I mean, he's 17 pounds, and he's four months old, and he's already rolling over and back and over. Which for me, my girls didn't do that this right. early, so I don't even know what to what's going on with this one. He's a little crazy. He's always been a bit of a showstopper. He's really, yeah. <laughs> you know, very intense. You had your, you have your expectations, and then there's ransom. And then, yeah, and he likes <laughs> and to. I mean, blow. from the moment you knew you were having him, it was kind of like I had my expectation, and here we are, and there he was. Ransom is that great white when the GoPro yes. <laughs> drops yes. into the it's water. Like, what are the chances of this? <laughs> That this could possibly that's ransom that's my child um he's 17 pounds he's four months old so anyway i still have a baby so yeah i'm where am i who am i what am i doing i don't know from day to day climbing in five years that's what you're doing that's my goal that's my goal i'm climbing Heading in five way. years i just i'm gonna you know. get better at bread this year yes i've been baking a lot of sourdough what yeah. have you been working on um a biscuits okay and i'm not i know that so i don't know sourdough okay but um i know that it's a I'm, i know there's a lot to learn so i know i also know listen, that I, if i can do it joy <laughs> well i'm just saying i know it's like it's a lot of trial and error it's yeah. a lot of which mm-hmm. is just how things are don't be afraid of those things yeah i am definitely one of those people that's like well if i can't do it perfectly the first time why oh, do it okay yeah yeah um Maybe that's the rock climbing thing too. I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but so I've had to learn. I feel like I've had to learn. Yeah. It's okay to, but I, but I do, I do think when you know, when, when you're anticipating some trial and error, you kind of have yeah. to wait for the timing yeah. to work well. So I've just been, you know, I've been trying to that's get exciting. like a nice, a nice fluffy yeah. biscuit. I was actually thinking about doing biscuits because someone just sent me a sourdough discard biscuit recipe. Which would be, I mean. They said it's really good. Sourdough anything is going to yeah. automatically be an upgrade. Yeah. From. I did sourdough Sourdough pancakes. pizza crust, sourdough pancakes. Like it's just. Those were really. The sourdough pancakes. I, I can. I mean, I feel like. Highly recommend. I did an overnight ferment, which apparently is supposed to make them even better. I don't, I don't know. First time I ever did it. I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> Nothing to compare to. <laughs> First time. Um, delicious. Wow. So biscuits are good. Um, I'm finally using the pie plate or pie pan, pie oh, dish uh-huh. that you got yeah. me. And um, 
now that I know how versatile that pan is, mm-hmm. that it can go from freezer yeah. to oven yep. has just changed my life. And I made that I made that pie crust quiche for my kids oh, yeah, yeah. last Sunday. And they said, can this be a Sunday tradition? Can we have this pie? I feel like quiche is a little quiche. slept on. Yeah. Because especially you can prepare it beforehand. pre-made. Yeah. You make it ahead of time and then yeah. and it's not really and there's nothing to I was about to say it's cheap obviously not now because it's made of eggs but um yeah but it's not like eggs have jumped up to ten dollars an egg or anything not yet all I know is that um we got a thing of eggs yeah at Costco the other day and everyone was like swarming the egg section yeah I, I couldn't buy eggs at Costco the other day I yeah I have the last few times I hadn't been to Costco in forever but I couldn't the last okay. few times I hadn't no I there weren't any there um no and then the guy put them in kind of a weird spot and we were like rolling out into the parking lot and they just like, like fell into the road. Did they break? We lost like five eggs. I was but like, I know. I went on a roller coaster I know. with that story. I know. <laughs> well, and I didn't know. He, the guy said, told Matthew. Okay. So Matthew knew. So but then I just, I don't know. It just like things happen. And so I was like, why would he put them yeah. there? And Matthew was like, well, I knew about it. I should have. Well, speaking of Costco eggs, I didn't get to get any. And yeah. so we were, I, I buy the 60, 60 eggs at a time because uh-huh. that's what we need. That's how much eggs right. we go through. Yeah. And uh, so my mom went to Costco a couple of days ago and she was like, hey, do you need anything? And I was like, yeah, I need eggs and cocoa aminos. Obviously. Just get those. What just whenever you, you go to Costco, get, get eggs and cocoa aminos, mm-hmm. bring them over. I'm going to use it. And so she, this is a, this is a, my dad being a tortoise story. So (laughs) my mom doesn't live anywhere near me, really. She lives on the other side of the valley, but she knew that my dad was coming over to this side of the valley for something. And so in the family thread, she was like, Hey, you know, Jim, when you, when you go over to the East Valley, you take these eggs to Summer's Mm -hmm. house. And my dad was like, I'm going, I'm going to streets of New York that's where i'm going like i'm like he's a tortoise you know like this is where he's going right like he wasn't planning on coming to my house right with eggs right he was going to streets of new york he's like do they need them at at streets of new york they need because they need six dozen eggs at streets of new york because where where i'm I'm going going is streets of new york (laughs) is summer gonna come pick him up (laughs) (laughs) so i took a picture i had janny hold the last two eggs that we had and make a sad face oh please sir can we have have the eggs (laughs) just so y'all know the torture that's going on with the eggs um how funny i still don't have the eggs (laughs) okay so that was the real climax of the story we thought you had made your point before and then it was like no, he really meant I'm not. I'm going to Streets of New York and nowhere else. That's where I'm going. I'm going nowhere to Streets else. of New York. Now, I don't know where I live in proximity in his defense. I'm I like, don't know. Where is, the- where is Streets of New York? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is there any still open? Just so you guys know, Streets of New York is a disgusting Italian food restaurant. I think of the Streets of New York I it's not. went to occasionally growing up. And I doubt that's still there. This The Streets of New York that's here... It has nothing to do with the actual streets of New York. And if you go there hoping for food that tastes like you're in New York, you will be disappointed. You'll have some kind of streets you will have- of New York. 
The food was made in the streets. <laughs> but it's not the kind you're hoping for. We're not we're not referring to the authenticity of the food. So anyway. <laughs> Um, you can leave us. But a, they serve a lot of carbs there. They That's do. That's why your dad goes. He loves the carbs. That and he, the routine. The routine of it. And, uh, you know. They know him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad What's can up, walk. Jim? My dad can walk into any streets of New York and they oh, just start making his. Mean all the, all the three two. that are left. <laughs> he actually is how they are still standing. If it wasn't for my dad, there would be. Right. No. They're not like, hey, Jim. They're like, hi, we thought you weren't going to come in this week. <laughs> Thank you. One hundred percent. Plus That's them so all. Great. Um, I keep. I've decided since uh, every time I'm on, we're on here. I share our voicemail number. Uh huh. Um, but I keep getting this email <laughs> every week. At least once, I get this email. Summer, you mentioned one time what homeschool curriculum you love and I don't know what it was and I don't know what episode it was. So what I'm going to start doing is it's just going to be like this. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. <laughs> I use Rod and Staff. Leave us there a voicemail. <laughs> I'm just going to... It makes sense. <laughs> if you get a certain amount of emails... You I use just... Rod and Staff. Um, if you are one of the Mennonite authors <laughs> of the Rod and Staff curriculum... Um, I think I'm keeping you in business. So give me a call. 470-465-0475. Just kidding. Um, you might hate Rod and stuff. I don't. It might not work for you. It works for me and my kids. So uh, that's what I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're here. We're here with another episode. Um, we're, we're, this topic is hilarious and i think is gonna hit home for every person yeah. in the world actually i was talking to my girls about it this morning and they were nervous laughing uh, uh-huh. <laughs> because we'll probably do that today because they because we've all who among us is free of this one um i can tell you uh well my husband asked me what is like what are the what are the topics of the show today and uh yeah we don't always have sometimes we don't have like a topic it's like a phrase it's like art yeah sometimes when eric's like what are you guys talking about today i'm like do you have 10 minutes right i need to (laughs) kind of explain if i just say the phrase you won't know what i'm talking about but um (sighs) the backstory so so the my phrase that i've been using as the inspiration for this show is but but i want to be sad yeah yeah um and it's something that on occasion my daughter will say to me when she's disappointed because we've said no or there's been discipline and and really it's it's her that made me think yeah of this episode because um every parent will recognize this right (laughs) and it yeah it's like you know it's the prolonged sadness it's the well, we have to be, we need to be content. We need to be joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the phrase in response is, but I want to be sad. I want to cry. I appreciate the honesty though, because a lot of right. times, I think more often than not, when you are doing the, but I want to be sad, what, what, what adults will say is, well, here's my resume as, oh, yeah. as to why. Right. 
no we're what not, i'm doing is fine we're not honest enough that's why i appreciate i feel like that's why georgia gives me so much insight into yeah. my own She's life very honest is because they're ju- little kids do that all the time they just they're not they don't have all the years of training Excuses. and the, they haven't read all the psychology books <laughs> yeah. and everything and it, so they're just like but i want to be they yeah. just say it and it's it would honestly be helpful for us all to not yeah. not to say that it's helpful for us to be melancholy or in sin or whatever but in many ways it would be helpful for us to be just more honest mm-hmm. to be able to just be like yeah i'm doing this sin and i'm doing I it because i want to do it i want to do instead this instead of this like whole rigmarole yeah like well this is why i'm sad and these are the things contributing and here's why i deserve to feel this way right all the time I think I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, I mean, I I was before I I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I was pregnant last year. And so (laughs) leading up into having the baby, I was very aware that just from listening to other people and that this is not my first baby that personally in my parenting experience, I, I think the first year is the hardest and it just gets easier after that. And I know that that is not everybody's experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's okay. That's right. fine. Um, you and I were talking this morning and, you know, we deal with kids. Dif- it's fine. Everybody's different. You don't have to have my experience. Um, and I know I am not alone in that. I think there are moms who think the first year is the hardest. Right. I'm not alone in that. Um And so I kind of knew going into this time that this would be the, this would be the biggest challenge for me. I definitely struggle way more. I feel much more challenged by an infant than I do by a toddler um, or a little kid, whatever. Right. That's been my experience. And so I do think that it's appropriate to make a distinction between choosing to be sad right all the time yeah and legitimately having seasons of struggle i think what you're tempted to when you are um in a difficult season is just giving in to that right sadness Mm -hmm. and i think something that my husband's really been great at leading me in because i do have such a hard time in that the first year is just like um and we talk we it's been a while since we've talked about this but like are you actually struggling are you actually when we say struggling is it that you've given in to the difficulty and it's just hard because you've given in or is it hard because you're actually battling the temptation right. you're actually battling the sin you're actually battling the melancholy um because there's actual joy in that Right. In that kind of quote unquote struggle. Um, but I'm I'm so I think you and I both it, we're saying this, but we're completely sympathetic to. Yeah, it there can be life is hard. We live in a sinful world where there's all kinds of difficulty around us. There are things that are legitimately. OK, to be sad about. Right. But are you sad because you just this you just want 
to be. Right. You, you know, it's the kind of thing where um, is life splashing mud on you and you're just sitting in the gutter or are you getting up and cleaning it off? You know, which in which direction are you going? Because there's a big difference there. Yeah. And I think, um, well, we we'll probably just talk about this every episode we ever record. Um, (laughs) But there is there's this desire to sort of like substantiate Uh that right like i need everyone to know that (laughs) that i am valid in this you know um but i think that uh, this is true of many things is that really only you are gonna know Mm. um maybe your spouse or your kids or people who are around you a lot and sure and can kind of see you going through it or if you happen to be a very honest person um Mm -hmm. that is open that has lots of relationships where you talk to people a lot um or maybe you are being just inappropriately sad all the time and so everyone in your life does absolutely know (laughs) they just they can't like they can't tell you because you won't listen (laughs) um there's sometimes that happens too um but i do think a lot of times when it comes to just like the daily in and out Mm -hmm. it's going to be you that Mm -hmm. has to determine whether or not you are just you are sad because your circumstances are sad or heartbreaking even Mm -hmm. um and things are hard or if you just want to be sad there's Mm -hmm. definitely a difference between i am sad and but i just want to be sad i'm choosing to sulk right i'm choosing to uh it's a it's a mindset it's a mindset um I was thinking about this because of the climbing show. Oh. Um, that 53-year-old. I you think guys are about to get so many climbing metaphors <laughs> so many climbing for the metaphors next five years. Until I get to the top <laughs> of that wall. The Don Wall. Um, that's another climbing show. Anyway. Uh, no, but what, what really struck me about her was that even when things were going horrible on her climb, her perspective was so positive. Her perspective was so positive and it, she's not a Christian. She doesn't claim to be a Christian. Um, but I just thought, wow, like what there are unbelievers who just in their daily life, I think are guilty of being more positive uh, right. and, and joyful in their mindset than many believers are. I think there yeah. are a lot of believers that are really given to giving in to negative emotions and Mm -hmm. negative feelings and uh, you know, Oh, well this sin and that sin and this person's sin and my sin. And I'm always downcast and I'm always trodden. And I'm just like watching this lady and I'm like, man, the reason that she is 53 and she can still do this stuff is because she believes she can. Yeah. And she is even when things are going horrible, she's relentlessly going to turn into something positive yeah and that's just her habit and so i do think there's a habit here what Mm -hmm. habit are you training in yourself when things aren't going your way um when you don't get what you want is it like i am going i'm choosing to i'm just going to choose to sulk about this and 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 generally when you do that it it really kind of tanks the whole day Oh yeah, or the whole year. You can tank it. Yeah, <laughs> um, you can tank your day and then find out it's been three years of them. Right. Yeah, and and all it started out was 
uh, lack of joy and the choice to be sad because one thing didn't go the way that you thought. And then you're like, then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know what? My husband also has done everything wrong today. <laughs> and so have my kids and my and Uber Eats order canceled on me. <laughs> and, and yeah, and it just, it becomes a, and then you, it doesn't help certainly that this is kind of the, the message we receive mm-hmm. from all around us, which is that you're, you know, your feelings are valid no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, which, of course, as we said many times, sadness is valid or grief is valid. Um, Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I do think I do think there's a, a real big distinction, which is that like that lack of joy. Mm-hmm. Joy um, is a fruit of the spirit. And if you are a Christian, you will produce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't pretend to produce it mm-hmm. when you're around your friends or when you're at church, um, you actually will mm-hmm. produce it. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it won't, while I just said you will produce it, it's not your work that, that yeah. does it. So, so it's not really a matter of, um, it's not a pull yourself up by the bootstraps right. and make this happen and fake it till you make it. Although I do think there are times that you just need to be obedient and then yeah. the joy will f- will follow. Right. There's joy. Like I mentioned earlier, sometimes sometimes you don't even know that you can have victory over your sadness until you get up and try. Some of us have been sad for so long that we think the that baseline. joy is pretending yeah. to be happy. Yeah, it's the baseline. Yeah. Joy should be your baseline. That right. should be your baseline. And then because you live in a fallen world, you are going to experience sadness. There are things that you're going to grieve over. There's There are moods that you are going to have to fight. You're a sinner. You are going to fall into that. But is that your norm? That's the question. Is right. that is that just your baseline? Because if that is, then you, there is something that you're missing. If your mind is set on things above, then falling into these sad pockets and, you know, I'm just in a bad mood, th- those are going to be out of the norm. Those are going to be the times where you recognize it, repent of it, and then get back into fellowship. And I think that's a lot of... I think we miss a lot of times too that choosing to be in a bad mood all the time, um, it will put you outside of regular fellowship. Yeah. Uh, and just to be clear, you will put you outside of fellowship. You're choosing that. Yes. Usually. Um, yeah. Someone who is choosing to be joyless and grumpy, and that is just their tendency, that is their regular. It is absolutely going to affect your relationships. You're, you're not not a people person. Yeah, you're going to be training your kids to do the yeah. same thing. Um, and so a lot of times I, I do hear just Christians talk about like, oh, yeah, you know, just moody teenagers. Like, that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, um, <clears throat> are, is that what you are accepting is normal? Right. Are they hearing you tell them? that just being moody is normal and that is their new baseline. And this, and I think we really need to normalize not being in a bad mood. Um, And yeah. And (laughs) and if you are apologizing to the family that you're tormenting. Yeah. Right. It is. is. Like if you are, if you have been tormenting your family for years. Yeah. With this, um, you need to start 
asking forgiveness when it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, it, you want a path to joy? Mm-hmm. Start repenting. Confession, repentance. For, yeah. For your your torment. Yeah. <laughs> and and you think you're being tormented, and that's what the that's the world will tell you that you just need endless amounts of grace because people are so tormented. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, but are you the tormentor? Right. <laughs> are you the one doing the tormenting? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it just has to stop. I, and you will, you will stop if you have to repent for every time you are, um, you spend a day, uh, just melancholy and, and thinking I married the wrong person. I, I took the wrong job. I, you know, why aren't things like this? Why aren't, um, why isn't, why do I feel so sad all the time? Even, even just this fixation on feeling sad. Um, if you repent of those things, you will stop doing them. Mm-hmm. You will. I, I promise you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it to be true. Yeah. Uh, personally. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, uh, again, um, the fruits of the spirit are produced by uh, believers. Well, I think you're hitting that you're hitting on the way out, which is number one, recognizing your internal monologue as sin. So if your internal monologue is that constant, this is wrong, this is bad, this is terrible. You are making yourself miserable. Um, And I, I guess being able to assess your internal monologue for what it is, um, we're supposed to be renewing our minds. And if that's not something that you're doing, um, if you're not applying scripture to the situation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You're in trouble, but that's one of the ways out. Right. Is number one, can I even biblically assess how I'm thinking and what lies I might be believing or telling yeah. myself? Cause when you fixate on those, mm-hmm. everyone around you knows, just so you know, your internal monologue might be internal, but it comes out of you. Yeah. It flows forth of thou. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is what you said, which is the confession and repentance. Because if you are consistently actually battling that, right, you are going to be confessing it. You are going to be repenting of it. Your internal monologue and your external mon- words are going to match that that action and so that is the way out if you are like i am helplessly stuck in just a i want to be sad i want to be negative i like i don't want to be joyful that's not something that's even for me if you are if you begin battling that it will be apparent right and it can be very difficult and i do think sometimes there's there's time Mm -hmm. like you and i and i think that even just being able to see in yourself Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you start recognizing any sin and mm-hmm. then repenting of it, you you see the improvement. Yeah, you you go mm-hmm. that that thing happened, and five years ago that would have taken me out all week, and yeah. I would have been a miserable person to be around all week, mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't, I <laughs> I do not want to like, I <laughs> I do not want to uh gloss over how long this can really take Take, hold of your life Mm -hmm. um and i think well obviously there's some like discipleship stuff there but a a lot of it i think is that 
we are just surrounded by the message that however you feel right now is what you deserve to feel. And I'm certain there's a reason you feel that way. And everyone around you needs to accommodate how you feel. Oh, I think a lot of women believe they can't even move on from a sadness until someone validates it. You feel like you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can. You can. Yeah. You can. And it will get. Yeah. It will get shorter. And and it's it. There's of course there is a again, there is an appropriate amount of times for things to kind of throw you off. Like if something really crazy happens, maybe, you know, maybe maybe you're. Mm-hmm. legitimately grieving mm-hmm. um and then it takes you a sec to realize that like i'm not i am choosing to not be joyful even in this legitimate gr- like it takes it's not just a thing that just changes overnight but you build that muscle and you start to notice i repent much quicker mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. um and and so it's not it's not the it's not perfection it's not an overnight thing and it's not um It's uh it it just takes it just takes time. Yeah. Um it takes time. You'll but you'll and you'll notice not even not just that you're repenting faster, but mm-hmm. like you said, that two part you're realizing it faster. Mm-hmm. Instead of for weeks and weeks being yeah. melancholy and so sad over this thing, you'll 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 be moping around for six hours and then you go wait a minute am i the problem let me think about this am Mm -hmm. i the problem here like Mm -hmm. is this are these my emotions getting in the way um or what are these emotions what am i like just it will happen faster and faster and it doesn't mean that that those feelings aren't like intense sure um, and that oh, the temptation will not be there, yeah. especially depending on this, like the severity of, yeah. you know, um, of what's actually going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I have seen people with chronic illnesses be regularly in a better mood than Christians who are legitimately not undergoing a severe trial. Right. And it's interesting how and and what I definitely don't want to do is be like, well, you know, if your circumstances aren't bad enough, you can't ever be sad. That's not true. Right. Yeah. That's not really. However, what I'm saying is oversimplification of the yeah, grace we're not doing that. that is available to Christians undergoing severe trials is the same grace that's available to all Christians everywhere. Right. And I do think that because so many of us live in relative ease, that that is that the the muscle of joy and contentedness in the face of difficulty is not a muscle that many of us have grown. Right. Um, Because it's not something that we've really had to. And, you know, it is in trial that God refines us. I do think that. Um, trials are, we know that they are meant to produce, right? Yeah. Good things in Mm -hmm. us and steadfastness. And if you look at a trial as an affliction, as opposed to this, I'm, I'm this, the Lord is bringing me through this. The Lord will bring me through this. I will be brought through this. (laughs) It's going to be a lot harder to go through the trial. Right. Um, but again, it's a mind, it's a mindset shift. It, yeah. It, it's absolutely well, necessary. Confronting the entitlement that nothing should ever be going wrong. Mm-hmm. 
that I should always have the best case scenario. I should always have what my neighbor has. I should always have what my parents had. Um, yeah. That There's a lot of choosing to be sad in that too. Yeah. I should have exactly what I want all the time. Right. Um, and uh, so that's, that's uh you know mm-hmm. there is there's an issue of contentment yeah being being happy mm-hmm. uh with what you have mm-hmm. and then there's this other part of it which is that mm-hmm. like if if what you want is tr- is what you want all the time like that's just not even real that's right. not even real that's that's like that's not just contentment that's like right. you need to come back to reality right um, which is that you're not in you are not always in charge uh ultimately certainly you're never in charge of uh right of what mm-hmm. your life is or what is going on with you um and uh and you to i mean you know there's lots of there's lots of things mingled mingled in there like you know just not trusting god or mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I think sometimes it's very, it's very basic level. It's like, not only are you not trusting God, but you have purposely forgotten that mm-hmm. it's actually him that makes the plan. Right. <laughs> not like you've like removed him from the equation right. even. Right. Um. So sometimes it's just a matter of just like, let's return. Let's right. return to reality. Right. Um. The reality is not what the world has told you. Right. God is sovereign. Right. Um, and uh, God is sovereign over you uh, and unbelievers. But if you're a believer, certainly he's uh, you will be mm-hmm. producing joy. Yeah. You just will like mm-hmm. you just will. Well, and it's the I, I guess the last thing I'd have to say is the it, the question, the litmus test here is. Can you say, but I want to be sad. Right. I am. Yeah. This is what I want. I want to be miserable. Mm -hmm. I want to hold on to this. And it could work also for, but I want to be mad. Yeah. I want to be angry. Really any emotional. I want to be like this lack of self-control, this spiral that I have, this ugliness. Like I'm being ugly right now. Right. And I'm doing it because I want to. Right. Um, Is it makes a huge difference between I am, I am sad and I want to fight for joy. I'm going to find a way to be joyful. I'm going to depend on the grace for this. I'm, you know, I'm trusting that this grief will not last forever. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward. Are you looking forward? Are you looking in the gutter? I think those are the bit that really, if you're like wondering, am I in sin for this? Um, and a lot of times just even challenging it. And you're if someone challenges it and you're just holding on to it, yeah. you're just like, you cannot take this from me. You will not pry this from out of my cold, dead hands. You know, that was probably an indicator that this is what you're just choosing. Right. Right now. Well, it's never a bad idea to just again, like we, you know, we look at the um, the very powerful honesty of a little girl just saying, but I want to. Be I sad. want it. Yeah. And and I think that, the, which I think we're about to record an episode a little bit about this, <laughs> but um, yeah. Instead of instead of the convoluted response, um, just 
go to a trusted friend and mm-hmm. just say mm-hmm. to your husband, mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, I realized I just want to be sad. Yeah. I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can, that th- there's just something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the ability to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. is really just key, but, um, and ask the Lord for wisdom too. If you're like, I right. don't, I don't know how to tell. Or I mean, shoot. <laughs> Uh, I also think it's totally okay to just be like, God, I won't, I won't do it. I will not stop being sad. I won't. I've decided and I will not. I will not. I want to. I do want to. And I don't know how to want a different thing. Yeah. And, um, and that's, on, help, that's just help honest. Me. Help right. Me. Help. Help me. You will have, you do it. Please do it. Please. Like, I mean, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good prayer. Lord, please do it. Because I'm not. I won't I'm do it. I'm not doing it. Just, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Dang. Well, you can leave us a voicemail. I I do have a good feminist of the week. Oh, you do? I just don't think it's for this episode. Okay, yeah. Save it for the next one. I'm going to save it. I'm saving cool. it. Because it's worth talking about. It's worth talking about. I'm excited. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. I use Rod and Staff for my homeschool (laughs) curriculum. Don't forget. And um, I am playing music. I don't know. Okay, we'll see y'all next week. (laughs) (laughs) 